Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and welcome into today's video. In today's video, we are going over week 10 running back start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. In this video, we are going to be going over every single matchup from Thursday night football all the way till Monday night football and discuss whether you should start or sit the prospective running backs in that game. Before we get into it, I'd like to ask that if at any point in this video, you end up having a nice chuckle, you end up enjoying, you end up wanting to see more content from me, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick, before we get into it again, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at drafters.com. Drafters.com offers a variety of games that you can play for all of the fantasy sports. They have NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, as well as PGA for the Masters this weekend. But obviously, you guys focus on fantasy football, I would assume, since this is a fantasy football channel. They have a variety of games on here, including the Rankum, as well as just normal drafts. My favorite thing to do, though, is definitely just the normal drafts. There's a variety of entry prices on here as high as like $530, as low as like $2 or a dollar per game. It's really just a variety. There's going to be a lot of people drafting on here, and it is very, very fun to play. It's pretty much like a redraft league like that you draft at the beginning of the season, but it's just for one week. So go ahead and join drafters.com. Use code NOTORIOUS at checkout. It gives you a 50% deposit bonus up to $100 with a 10 times rollover on the bonus to withdrawal. Make sure you guys check it out. Notorious at checkout. Add me as a friend on here. Notorious FNTSY if you guys would like to draft with me. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 10 running back start or sit decisions. We begin with Thursday night football. Colts at the Le Titans. In this one, I only like Derrick Henry as a start in this matchup. Derrick Henry is pretty much a must-start running back on a weekly basis, regardless of the matchup in front of him. Obviously, the Colts' defense is pretty good. I'm not saying that there's some booty cheeks, but Derrick Henry is the king of clapping booty cheeks, and I believe he's going to put up a very big spot here up against the Indianapolis Colts. It seems like every week Derrick Henry puts up a good game, so I'll put my belief in his hands this week again up against the Indianapolis Colts. For the Colts, it is a complete and utter shit show of a backfield. We have three running backs in Taylor, Wilkins, and Hines, who all will be getting a touch of this offense. They will all be getting work, and Jonathan Taylor just seems hobbled, or maybe he's just not that good. I mean, personally, I think he's a good player, but it just does not seem like he is going to suffice with the workload he has been given as of recently. Maybe he's still hurt. Maybe he will come into this game and absolutely bulldoze the Tennessee Titans defense that we have seen in the past. Has been a defense that could get bulldozed by a running back, but I'm just not believing in Jonathan Taylor as of right now, so I'm going to sit him. And unless Jonathan Taylor was out of the game, I don't feel comfortable starting Wilkins or Hines in this matchup. Next game, here we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Football Giants. In this one, it seems like this is going to be Miles Scott's return game. I, Miles Scott, I just combined the two guys' names. Miles Sanders' return game this week after being out for a couple of weeks. Now, if he doesn't play, obviously, you're going to be playing Boston Scott. Boston Scott two weeks ago or three weeks ago now. That is on Thursday night or Monday night football, whichever one it was, where the Eagles played the Giants. He played very, very well in that matchup, made the game-closing touchdown reception in that one. So I think if Miles Sanders was to miss, Boston Scott is a must-start player. But obviously, if Miles Sanders plays, Boston Scott is about as useful as a used condom. So go ahead and sit him down on your bench if Miles Sanders is to play. I expect Miles Sanders to play, so since it's likely that he is going to return, he's a must-start this week as well. He's going to get a whole lot of work 
for this Philadelphia Eagles offense up against the New York football Giants. For the Giants, Devontae Freeman and Wayne Gallman are going to be sits for me this week. It just feels like on a weekly basis when Freeman and Gallman are both healthy, you're going to have no idea which one to start in the game. Obviously, last time the Eagles played up against the Giants, so the Giants played up against the Eagles in this case, Wayne Gallman ended up scoring a touchdown and looking pretty good in that matchup. But when they're both active, both in the lineup, it's really just a complete and utter coin flip on which one is going to do good. And I'd say about half the time, you got to flip the coin again because none of them will probably end up doing anything if both of them are active. Next game here, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers. And in this one, James Robinson just seems like a must-start running back on a weekly basis. He has been since about week two of the fantasy season. He came into the year, no one had any idea who he was. And then he just completely stomped the haters' brain in curb stomp style. And James Robinson has been balling. Up against the Green Bay Packers, sure, that is not a soft serve ice cream matchup for James Robinson. But I think he will prevail in this one and play very good due to the fact that Jake Laton looked to dump the ball off to him. And it seems like Gardner Minshew is going to miss again, according to what I have read. So it seems like Lutton's going to get the go-ahead. And I think James Robinson will be fine this week up against the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones is, a, or A.A. Ron Jones, as I like to call him, is a must-start running back on a weekly basis. Many people in the offseason were very wrong on Aaron Jones. He could not do this. He could not do that. He can't keep up the touchdowns. If he loses the touchdowns, he won't be scoring the points. And I proved in the offseason that that was wrong. And Aaron Jones, during the season, has proved to you that that notion was fake news. Aaron Jones is going to be balling out up against a not-so-hot Jacksonville Jaguars defense. I would not be surprised at all if he was the running back one on the week, but with the way Dalvin Cook has been running, it's going to be very hard to pass up Dalvin Cook as the number one guy on the week. Next game here, we got the Washington football team at the Detroit Lions, and this one has a smorgasbord of running backs to go ahead and start in this matchup. For the Washington football team, I like Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissin titties in this matchup. I kind of went into a nice deep dive on J.D. McKissick and this whole Washington offense in the waiver wire video, but I'll kind of reiterate it again here in this video. If you guys missed the waiver wire video, check it out from earlier today when you're done watching this because I know you're having a great time. Antonio Gibson is going to be the running back one of the future for this team, but right now, him and J.D. McKissick are splitting the goddamn load. They just are. J.D. McKissick is very involved when Alex Smith is starting in the game, and it appears that this Sunday, Alex Smith will be the guy. The other quarterback, Kyle Allen, ended up getting his leg absolutely twisted in some type of WWE finisher, and he has had, he has, or he is going to be having season-ending surgery so he won't be playing again so either they're going to play Alex Smith or they are going to swallow their fucking pride and start Dwayne Haskins and I honestly think it's going to be the first option Alex Smith is going to suit up again and in that case JD McKissick has to be in your lineup this guy has been unreal he saw so many targets last week it was like he was a fucking wide receiver 10 plus targets in that matchup I expect honestly eight targets in this matchup. I would not be surprised at all if he was around the same number he was at last week if Alex Smith plays. Antonio Gibson has been pretty solid as well. And up against the Detroit Lions, this does seem to be a very good matchup for both of these running backs to be the tag team champions up against the Detroit Lions. For the Lions, DeAndre Swift, the guy with the sickest name for a running back, Swift, fast as fuck, Lightning McQueen style. DeAndre Swift has been pretty solid thus far this season in the last couple of games. My biggest worry with DeAndre Swift is if Matthew Stafford is able to suit up on Sunday or not. He goes into the concussion protocol, and then he clears it. But he cleared it 
at the end of the game, after the game was over, I think he might have just thrown in the towel and given up, to be honest with you, and just didn't want to come back in the game, let the other guy throw a pick, and the game was over. So if Matthew Stafford plays in this game, I like DeAndre Swift. If not, I would definitely be a bit more hesitant to start Swift on the week. For the rest of the Lions, carry on Johnson and Adrian Peterson. If you had to start one of them, it would be AP. But man, oh man, one of these guys is probably going to end up scoring a touchdown in this game between Swift, Johnson, and Peterson, and it's very hard to guess at this point. But what I do know is Swift is going to be involved in the pass-catching game, which gets you those points, so I will be willing to start him over the rest. It just seems like AP and Carryon Johnson are just not not really start-worthy at all thus far this season. Next game here, we got the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Right here, the Texans at the Browns. I like Dookie Duke Johnson in this one. In my opinion, David Johnson is going to miss this game. Gets concussed. Um, no real reason to rush him back here. The team is dead for their playoff hopes. Maybe they bring him back. But I don't think so, and if he does not play, Duke Johnson is a must-start in this matchup. This is a revenge game. If you guys remember Duke Johnson, the PPR god that you could draft in like the 13th round every single year when he was on the Browns, and he would get you like 10 points every single week, this is a revenge game because he used to be on the Cleveland Browns. Duke Johnson is going to get down and dirty with the Cleveland Browns and stick it in their brown hole. I think Duke Johnson is going to end up with a big game here if he ends up getting the start, obviously, if David Johnson ends up missing. For the Browns, they have put up a tweet that is the most beautiful tweet ever. It's like the bat signal, but instead it was just a picture of fucking Nick Chubb's face because the motherfucker is finally back. The King is back. The King has returned in this matchup up against the Houston Texans. One of the best matchups that you could have for a running back. That Houston Texans defense has split wide open like the Red Sea for Moses. So I think Nick Chubb is going to have a triumphant return. And I also think Kareem Hunt is going to have a good game in this one as well. Very involved in the pass catching game and was very involved early in the season when Nick Chubb was still uh, playing for the team. Again, David Johnson is obviously going to be a sit if he doesn't play. If he does play, I will play him ahead of Duke Johnson. The concussion protocol in the NFL is so fucking confusing. Some guys, they can clear it in like three days. They have a concussion magically the back. Other guys, they're out for like two weeks. So to me, it's a complete and utter dice roll if David Johnson will be back. And based on how they've been kind of holding guys back this year on the concussion protocol, I feel like he's going to end up missing this one. Next game here, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady at the Carolina Panthers. In this one, it seems like Christian McCaffrey he finally came back, made his triumphant return and played well, but then he gets knocked out of the game and it seems like he is going to be missing this week. We'll know tomorrow based upon some MRI that they're going to do if it's going to be a one week missing or if he's going to be gone for weeks. And honestly, I feel for the Christian McCaffrey owners, the people who drafted Christian McCaffrey. Hopefully you have Mike Davis because Mike Davis is a must start this week. The Buccaneers defense last week looked like dog shit atrocious, awful, whatever synonym you want to use for the word awful in the Webster Dictionary, that's what this defense looked like up against Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, and friends in New Orleans. I think Mike Davis is so involved in the receiving game for the Carolina Panthers that that just makes him a must start in this matchup. Now for the Buccaneers, if I had to pick one, I'd tell you to start Ronald Jones, but again, we've seen it. It just flip flops every single fucking week when these guys are both healthy on the team. It just does. One week it'll be Jones, 
Then Jones will fumble. Then it'll be Fournette. Then Fournette will fuck something up. Then Arians kicks him out and throws Ronald Jones in. It is a teeter-totter, a seesaw of sorts of an offense. So I'm just going to go ahead and run away, and we're running in circles. Shout out to Post Malone. We're running away from this backfield. Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette are going to be sits for this week, and in my opinion, I don't think Christian McCaffrey suits up. So he is going to be a sit as well this week. Next matchup here, we got my Miami Dolphins up against the Chargers. Chargers at the Miami Dolphins, the rookie showdown. Justin Herbert, the pervert, Horsecock Herbert versus Tua Tungavailoa. Man, oh man, did last week, was I wrong about Justin Jackson? Hmm. Now, was I wrong because he played bad? No, I was just wrong because he got hurt. But there's nothing you can fucking do about that. If you started Justin Jackson, I do apologize because the guy ended up getting hurt. But there's nothing I could have done about that. I tried to use my healing powers through the fucking TV. I shot some chakra energy through the television. I was trying to be Darth Sidious in Revenge of the Sith when he shot Mace Windu with the uh, the lightning. That's what I was trying to do, but it didn't work. But with that said, sorry about that, but Kalen Balaj fucking scored. This is a Kalen Balaj revenge game. But he's not going to get much revenge in this one. Joshua Kelly's still going to be playing in this one. So I'm just staying completely away from the Chargers' backfield in this matchup. If Matt Burita is healthy to suit up in this game, I love Matt Burita. Salvan Ahmed played well last week. Salvan Ahmed, kind of same build to Matthew Burita. I think Burita, if he plays, is a must-start this week up against a lackluster Chargers defense. The Chargers defense sucks complete and utter cock. For the Dolphins, if Burita misses, Jordan Howard is just locked and loaded to score a touchdown. He just frankly is. This motherfucker has like eight carries and four touchdowns. That's obviously an exaggeration, but it's not too much of an exaggeration because it seems like they only use him on the goal line, but he does end up scoring, like, most of the time. So it seems like he'd be worthy of a start if Burrito was to end up missing in this matchup. Next game, here we got the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. And Josh Jacobs is a must-start for me on a weekly basis. I feel like he has got over the hump like a camel's goddamn back, and he is going to be flying into the saddle and be worthy of a start on a weekly basis. The Broncos' defense looks bad. Bad news bears like the fucking movie. Josh Jacobs has looked good. He's been getting a zillion carries. He has not been getting the receiving opportunity that I previously believed he would get in the season due to the fact that the GM, whatever his name is, something Davis, Al Davis, I believe it is, and Coach Gruden were just telling us all offseason, just feeding us this information. Josh Jacobs is getting the ball. He's going to be catching the ball a lot. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Why'd you gotta lie to me? Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm fucking human too? But Josh Jacobs is going to be worthy of a start in this matchup. And this Broncos backfield is parasitic. I call a couple of backfields this one to talk about another backfield later that's just like this. It's two guys that are good. That could be starters on a different team, but they're on a team together where they eat into each other constantly, which makes none of them good. They could both be good, if they were on different teams, if Gordon was not here, Lindsey would eat. If Lindsey was not here, Gordon would eat. But we are in the situation where they're both there, and you gotta be 
aware when they're both there in the starting lineup because you can't start them because they just eat too much into each other's work. So Gordon and Lindsay are going to be sits for me this week. Next game here, another parasitic backfield, the Buffalo Bills at the Arizona Cardinals. The Buffalo Bills coming off of a triumphant win up against the Seattle Seahawks. The Cardinals come off a fat L up against the Miami Dolphins. Fuck you, Kyler Murray. I'm just kidding. I respect Kyler Murray. I like the Arizona Cardinals. Just a nice win for my Dolphins team. I try not to put too much bias into these videos. Again, I really don't because when I talk about the Dolphins, I typically just go off of my brain off the stats not based off of what I hope happens on the television Chase Edmonds took a fat fucking stinker last week though up against the Miami Dolphins there's no bias in that he honestly could have been a top five top 10 running back on the week based upon the workload we assumed he would get he did not get that workload maybe it was because they were in a closer game and here I kind of expect the same thing up against the Buffalo Bills a closer game but I do expect them to get him more involved because they probably saw hey we lost because we didn't give the ball to Chase Edmonds enough we saw Two weeks ago when we played, or they had a bye two weeks ago. So the week before that, when they played Seattle on primetime, we gave Edmonds the ball a lot after Drake got hurt, and Edmonds looked good. That's what they should be thinking. I hope they're thinking that, and they give Edmonds the ball more in this one. The Bills' backfield is parasitic. Moss and Singletary, except for here, one of these guys is going to end up scoring and be worthy of the start. But your guess is as good as mine. If I was to guess, I'd say Moss is the better guy to start. But again, on a weekly basis, you really have no clue what is going to happen in that backfield next game. Here we got the San Francisco 49ers at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints coming off of that huge win up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Niners got absolutely gobsmacked by the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night football. In this one, I like Raheem Mo Mostert. Expected to return in this matchup, Raheem Mostert is just one of the craziest players in the NFL. Like, you don't expect him to be good at all. The guy gets one rush and rushes for 90 fucking yards and a touchdown. He's just built different. He's fast as fuck. Kachow, Lightning McQueen style. I think Raheem Mostert is going to put up a big matchup this week. Up against the New Orleans Saints, obviously, if he gets the nod to play in this one. Alvin Kamara, obviously, must start category. Obviously, drafted him as a top three back. Him and Dalvin Cook are going head-to-head -to, -head to be the number one back, in my opinion, on a weekly basis. Alvin Kamara's in for a big matchup this week up against the Niners. You saw that. It's going to be pretty easy because the Niners' defense looks like shit. Uh, McKinnon is going to be a sit, obviously, if Raheem Mostert plays. But if Mostert was to miss which I don't expect McKinnon plays. And then Jamichael Hasty is obviously just completely irrelevant with Mostert back in the lineup next game. Here we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Chris Carson has a potential return note on him this week. Could come back, could miss again. I don't know why if he's banged up, if they would rush him back. Really depends on how he practices this week. If he does play up against the Rams, I'm very confident in starting Chris Carson due to how much the Seattle Seahawks get the running back position involved. But if he misses, wiki wiki DJ Dallas seems like must start category. He just does. He's scoring. He's involved in the Seattle offense, whether they're up or down, they're in or they're out. It doesn't fucking matter. DJ Dallas will be involved. The running back will be involved. So if Carson plays, you start Carson. If Carson misses, you play Wiki Wiki DJ Dallas for the Rams. You're going to play Darrell Henderson. I think I've solved the complete Rubik's Cube, the complication puzzle. That is the Rams' backfield. It's Darrell Henderson. He is the one and only answer. The one, the only Darrell Henderson, because it just seems like Brown, goal line back, involved sometimes. Akers just seems like Sean McVay hates him. Maybe Akers fucked his wife or something. That has to be the only explanation. So, with that said, Darrell Henderson is going to be the running back I fly out this week. Would I be surprised if he sucked cock and someone else blew up? No. But I feel like I have 
solve the big puzzle, the big picture in L.A., and the answer is Darrell Henderson. Next matchup here, we got the Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the great AFC North matchup between a team that is up by their undefeated versus a team that looks promising for the future, and Joe Mixon may return in this one. I believe he does. They're coming off the bye week. I think he plays up against the Steelers. Tough matchup, but we've seen running backs play good against the Steelers. I'm not putting him in must-start category because there's potential that at this point in the year, if you're a really good team, you have other guys than Mixon that you could play. So he's not a must-start, but he is a start in situations where you got to play him. James Conner, pretty solid running back, uh, has was kind of missing last Sunday up against the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like the thing with the Cowboys is they play, not the Cowboys, the Steelers, is they're coaching Mike Tomlin just plays down to the opponent. If he thinks Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy has a fucking hamster running his brain, he is going to use a hamster to run his brain that week. He just plays down to them. He's playing up against Bill Belichick. He's going to try to do some weird shit, shift the rules, and do something crazy. This week, he gets the Bengals. An AFC North matchup, which he normally plays strong in Tomlin coaching style. So I think James Conner is involved in this one and looks good up against the Bengals defense. For the Bengals, you're going to be sitting down Giovanni Bernard unless, of course, Joe Mixon was to miss in this matchup. Next game here, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the New England Deflatriots. And in this one, I'm going to be firing up J.K. Dobbins if Ingram misses, but seems like Ingram's going to play. That's what it seems like. So I would be sitting J.K. Dobbins in that case. I'm sitting Ingram in that case. And I'm sitting Gus Edwards in that case. Because, frankly, this Ravens backfield is a carousel of fuckery. Except for, you know for a fact one of those motherfuckers is going to score. And you know for a fact if you have all three of them, you're you're better off pulling off a Stevie Wonder impression, closing your fucking eyes, and smacking your keyboard like it's the piano, and that letting that input your lineup when it comes to one of those running backs. Because on a weekly basis, there's no way that you can figure that out. For the Patriots, if Damian Harris is to miss this matchup, probably 50-50 if he makes it or not, then Sexy Rexy is a must-start in this matchup because Bill Belichick loves him, even up against a tough Ravens defense. For the rest of the Patriots, Harris, I'm not playing, obviously, if he misses. If he plays, not too sure I'd want to start him. And then James White, he sucks. Not that he sucks because he's a good player, in my opinion. Cam Newton just doesn't look for him, so I'm not going to be playing him any mo. And the final game, Monday Night Football between Dalvin Cook and friends in Minnesota at the Chi-Town Bears. I'm starting Dalvin Cook in this one. You, Who would have guessed it? Dalvin Cook, knock on wood, has not suffered a extreme injury this year. He has played healthy, and he has proved me wrong. Now, I knew the guy was good. I've always been on the Dalvin Cook is good train. But I've never been on the Dalvin Cook can stay healthy train. Knock on wood. He has. He has. He's proved me wrong. So, Dalvin Cook's must start at this point. He always has been this year. Probably going to be my number one ranked guy in the week. He is just simply built different. He has like 450 combined yards in the last two games and six touchdowns. Are you fucking kidding me? Some guy's whole career, their whole season is 450 yards and like three touchdowns. He's doing this in two games. Dalvin Cook is an upper echelon running back in the league. I think he already got paid the bag, but if he hasn't, he deserves it. He's so fucking good. Going up against the Bears, tough defense. Cook gets it done and cooks him up like Chef Ramsey does to some lamb in the kitchen. Final player, Bears. Dave Montgomery's a play if he plays. If he plays. In the concussion protocol, 
If he comes back and plays, the Vikings defense is so shit that I'll play him. But I won't believe in him. That's why he's got the eh next to him. If he doesn't play, I believe Mike Nall or something like that is the backup. I mean, I'd play him, I guess, if Montgomery's missing, but by God, do I not. Matt Nagy's just so fucking stupid. This offense looks atrocious. I feel bad for David Montgomery. I think if David Montgomery was slightly better, he'd be able to overcome this situation. I'm not saying David Montgomery's fucking trash, but man, this situation and the coaching has completely bent him over the table and raw dogged him. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. So farewell. I'll see you beautiful bastards in the morning with another banger of a video. Have a great rest of your guys' day. I love you all. Goodbye.